Welcome to the Locals Only Lounge. I'm your host, Andrew Dyer. Thank you so much for joining us. If you are just continuing from the last podcast, uh, thank you for sticking with us. Uh, we welcome your comments in the chat. Drop your questions, comments, jokes, roasts, whatever you got, drop in the chat. This is a much more interactive show than the Loyal Locals podcast. If you are listening to this on your podcast feed and you have not heard the uh, the March 28th version of the Loyal Locals podcast, I highly recommend you pause this, listen to that, and then come back to the lounge because we will be referencing stuff from that show. And you don't want to miss uh, the, the, the continuity here. It's like if you're watching... Uh, Game of Thrones, and you watch the second episode before the first, you're gonna be very confused. Who are these dogs? What is this? What is this show? I don't know. So, listen to that one first. Um, but before I go down this uh, rabbit hole any further, I need to introduce our guests. Uh, joining us again, uh, John Cross, our producer. John, how are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic. I can't wait for our conversation tonight. It's going to be so good. Uh, and uh, also joining us, uh, continuing from the last show, Sal Ardiano. Sal, how are you, sir? Doing good. Doing good. Got a refill ready to go. Got some uh, some gifts to uh, to hand out to the, the group. So, you know, when we get to that, I'll, it'll be cool. And uh, now joining us, uh, fresh from the salt mines of... Uh, right. I'm putting kids to sleep. Of, of putting the kids to sleep. It is the communications director of the locals, uh, Jason Rackliffe. Jason, what's up? Uh, not too much. Uh, I'm, I'm excited, always excited for the pod and to hang out with you guys. See you again. It's been a while, so I thought people might not immediately turn it off if they hear my voice. So hopefully um, we have a good time here tonight. Excellent. So I know we all have our burning issues that we want to get to. So the way the, the, the locals only lounge works is this is a more freewheeling show. We do not have a strict uh, order of operations here with the, the topics that we want to talk about. Um, Wait, we do have one thing though. What is that? Cheers. Oh, cheers uh, everybody. <laughs> I got only order. What are we looking, what are we looking at there? You got, got water for me so here. Is it water. Okay, we got the Kirkman. We got the hazy. Let's the hazy. go. Cheers, Cheers yeah. guys. There you I go. Got the, the inside of this is the. Yeah. I think uh, that was only official thing on the on the on the list, right? <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. So, um, well, since I'm the one talking, I'm going to jump into my pet issue Somewhere. first, which uh, I'm just doing that because I'm the one talking, but. Um, in case y'all didn't see this, uh, there was uh, reports <clears throat> this week about um, an MLS scheme to pay Lionel Messi's salary to come to MLS. <laughs> and to do this, they will uh, take from all of the teams to pay Messi's uh, – he will command a high salary, even though he's in his mid to late 40s. Uh, he <coughs> will command uh, a crazy sum of money to come and play exhibition soccer in the, I mean, MLS soccer in the U S um, which I think a lot of people looked at that and thought it was like crazy. Like why would my team pay a player's salary on another team that we are in competition against? Um, I'm just going to throw it out there. What do y'all think of this? You know, it doesn't even surprise me anymore <laughs> with MLS. I just, I saw that and I couldn't even get upset because like it's, it's on brand. You know what I, you know what yeah. my thoughts are like uh, just coming out out of the, the skate here is that if we, every team does pay that Messi gets to play on each team for one game throughout the season. <laughs> oh, that would be <laughs> fantastic. On, on you know, just on loan. Everybody on has loan, it for everybody. one game. Oh, oh and then that would be fair. So. And then you can you can you can swap messy dates. So like if I'm scheduled to have ah, Messi when we are playing uh, LAFC, but you know what? We own LAFC. I need Messi when we play New York. So right. I'm gonna trade <laughs> it's like my messy treasure rights to another team. And trade him for yeah. GAM. Yeah, Gam, we, get some allocation we, money. <laughs> different oh team every God. week. It'll be the messy world tour in the United States in the uh, Major League Soccer League of Soccer. What, wow. What's the other trade? What's it? So they have the Gam, and then they have the, like, there's the some tan. sort of level that you can move up and down. It's not the money. It's like the 
I, I don't know. There's there's some sort of I forget what that one that one is, but yeah, uh, that's about on par with um, teams that have um, rights to players that they like found, and someone owns the rights to Ronaldo. So like, like if the he comes, to, yeah, the discovery, yeah, the discovery rights. So if Ronaldo comes to MLS, they have to pay like the earthquakes certain amount of money because technically they own his rights because they discovered him. Like Messi's uh, yeah. youth club gets still gets checks from every team right. that ever signed Yeah, but him no, up. in the MLS, it, so like that's supposed to work and like, oh, we found this kid in our youth system, but you can also use it, use it on literally any person in the world. And so, yeah, I, I forget who owns those discovery rights on Ronaldo, but someone did a bang up job five you know, years this ago is- discovering Ronaldo. There was a very long thread in Discord today about this, uh, people debating the merits of such an arrangement. And, you know, it, it kind of drives me a little bit crazy. Um, and I kind of mentioned this earlier, but I don't, I'll you know, you as soccer fans, like the argument that this is going to be good for MLS or this is good for soccer in America, it's going to make it more exciting and more people want to pay attention to soccer. But to me, it's the further uh, novelization of the sport. You turn it into just another novelty or another sideshow where we've got this uh, world great coming over for a retirement tour and a paycheck. And, and not only is he just coming to play a retirement in a, what is derisively known as a retirement league, but guess what? Every team is going to help pay his salary in, in Miami or New York right. or wherever. Like it's almost like it's like wrestling. It's like the WWE. It's like all the all the wrestlers are getting paid by uh, Vince McMahon, and right. and so now you've got Don Garber uh, with his little stable of uh, Euro talent. I mean, Messi's Argentinian, but he played in Europe. So, Unless you ask Argentinians. Well, I, I'm not getting into all that. No, no way. But but it's like you know, as soccer fans, like. You know what? I don't give a shit if MLS grows. Why should I care if the league does marginally better? If they get a better TV deal with Apple out of this? If they, if 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 the the league's bottom line raises by this much? If more butts are in the seats in these stadiums, like th- this is a temp. Messi is only going to play for so long. I, I, you know, I think this, this is temporary. There's going to be a point in time where. I mean, it might not happen in our lifetimes, but it, it it will happen where MLS will be viewed as you know legitimate league, and I, I don't know if it'll ever happen if we get promotion, relegation, or whatever. And I feel like doing something like that, bringing in Messi, it almost mocks our system. You know, when we're trying agree. to we're gonna Agreed. we're trying to validate it. You know, where here we are bringing in like like Andrew said, a sideshow. It's like, dude, get the hell out of here. <laughs> go back the- to Europe. Go to, yeah, go to go to Saudi Arabia with Ronaldo. You know, it's go get the paid go get paid two hundred millions over there. You know, it's yeah. like you know, and it's not even it's not even like you know. Fine, have Messi come and sign with Miami, but come and sign with Miami legitimately. Let yeah. Miami pay your flipping salary, and if they can't afford you, you can't you can't play here. Asking the other teams to to help pay the salary for a player who's going to come in. And and score goals on you. You want to come in and take points from you in the table that matters, and your help pay for the guy that's kicking your ass. Like there's just something so unfair about that. So there's so the thing is that this happens in other American sports, and we just don't talk about it because it's called revenue sharing, right? But basically, what it is is the big teams float the little teams, and I think there's any time that you know, say, well, the Pirates don't sign anyone ever, but any. Time someone signs anyone ever, you know, oh, so and so signed with the Rockies. I was like, well, you know, they're getting $25 million a year from MLB because, you know, they're on the low end of who's making money. So the Yankees, the Phillies, the Padres, the Dodgers are all giving them money so that they can buy some player to complete sure. it. So there's, there, so it happens. So like it happens like differently, not saying it's right, um, but MLS but is it's under a such bit, a microscope and it's, it's so a little obvious different because. Though. Revenue sharing, yeah, but I mean, you're so revenue sharing is still. I mean, you're buying someone with somebody else's money, really, at the end of the day, like because you're talking about you don't have the money to pay this person, so you're asking the league 
to float you so that you can fill out. Right, roster. but the difference in MLB That's is that obvious, these but... baseball teams do have the money to play p- players, and the Padres have proven that. A team right. that used to have one of the lowest payrolls in the league yeah. now has one of the highest. I agree, but it still happens, and there are still those teams out there, the Diamondbacks, you know, people who, again, there are plenty of billionaires <laughs> that are own these teams that are only in it for the bottom line, right? And that's what we're talking about here. Um, these guys own the teams. How do you get in? You pay them $300 million. That's how you get in their league, right? Like, that's literally how you get I think in MLS, it. it's closer to a billion dollars. Yeah, it, well, it is now. But in, in MLS, the last couple... a fantastic league. What, 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 a couple of 300, we're looking at 400, 500 for, for San Diego, probably. And it, it's just a money-making... And, and to your point, Sal, you had said... It'll maybe end up being a legitimate league. I had, you know, I've followed Philly Union since they started. That's where I'm from, and I've been uh, Sons of Ben since before, you know, since before they had their first draft. Um, and I had thought because you know they've been through it. They were terrible, and they dealt with that. And then they built the system. They brought in new people, and they were good. And since I've been following that, I've just kind of assumed, you know, that the rest of MLS is doing something like that. And then they do this, like you're saying, like, I thought we were over the retirement thing. Like, yeah, some guys go to LA, some guys go to New York, but like not being viewed as that. If you do this, that puts you right back at square one. And it's not, you you know, we look at the, you know, Saudi American league, right? Or uh, sorry, Saudi Arabia, Saudi America, well, Freudian slip there. Um, (laughs) But the Saudi Arabian league where you're like, Oh yeah, they can pay this guy two hundred million dollars. You're just going for the money. You don't care about like blah blah blah. Well, people are looking at America and saying the same thing. Or just oh, you're just there to tour around. You it's know, like you're, the you're it's just like the live the golf tour for yeah, soccer. You're just, you're just you're just a bear <laughs> on the chain, messy. You're something that was. People want to go see you. Um, you know, and, and that's and again, unfortunately, following the union, I thought we were into everybody grows their academy. They have a good team. We all play together. But it's more obvious in in. MLS maybe than other places that these are franchises like we we say it all the time but we don't stop and think about it like a McDonald's yeah. franchise it's just McDonald's right like, <laughs> like yeah it's the Santee McDonald's but it's and, McDonald's and a little and bit worse because it's a single entity right and a single entity so it's everything's owned by MLS the whole thing is is you know MLS and we're used to it with other well, sports because it all WWE. happened before we were used to it but yeah just like that and it's just yeah. so yeah it's different MLS clubs playing different MLS clubs and they just happen to be in different cities, but they're all making money for MLS. It is. That's exactly what it is. I think if this was happening a few years ago, I'd be like, yeah, all right. You know, it's MLS, but it's like, no dude, it's like, we're trying to detach ourselves from that stigma of it being a crappy, um, you know, league or whatever. And, you know, I I have hopes, high hopes for it. And you look at what happened with uh, Abrahimovic, right? The uh, the guy from uh, Milan, right? He went back to Right. He came to MLS uh, and, you know, that's every that's everyone goes to die their quiet death and retire and go on. He goes back, you know, to me, that's an indication that, OK, the guy's super old and I, he's like the oldest guy that scored the goal. And I think in city uh, now or something, but that, that yeah. it's, it's it's it says a little bit about, hey, you know, OK, maybe it's not where people go and die and retire and do all that stuff. This guy went back and not he's like blowing up, man. And it's like and it's little 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 bites like that. I think that'll eventually be big chunks you know but i think it's just as soccer fans like it's just i think for us it's just insulting um yeah, that to, to suggest that we need a worm on a hook like uh a, a you know a sectogenarian Lionel messi uh touring uh mls stadiums and you know to to get people to come out or to get people to pay attention yeah. to soccer yeah. it's just like you know I think I think you know the American soccer already has this chip on its shoulder and this grudge, you know, fighting for legitimacy and, and relevance. And um, because of stuff like this, you know, our best players play in Europe. You know, our uh, you know, we we are still seen this way. If you look where MLS ranks compared to other leagues, where MLS is somewhere on par with like um maybe uh england's you know second division like league one or whatever um barely the uh the championship uh, it's you know not not there what do you so what do you so i mean i think this has like parallels with with man you and Wrexham coming over do you think that kind of fits into the same kind of category you think that they're coming over here to kind of not so much mock us but like 
you know, bringing the, a better game to the U.S. I mean, that I mean, it's kind of doing that, but it's not really. It's a different, different, different feel, you know. It's, I think I think there's a couple things at work. Uh, I think it's advantageous for both organizations. Um, Man U has toured the U.S. before. I don't think they've done it since the pandemic, but um, this is kind of just a return to what they've done. I, w- I went to see Tottenham play Roma at Qualcomm f- several years ago um, <laughs> where it was also second teamers, but it was a great environment. It was a lot of fun. Uh, so I think there is a, a history of these kind of exhibition matches with Premier League clubs, and that's fine. It is yeah. what it is. Um, I was given those tickets. I didn't have to pay a crazy price for them, but um, yeah. they were giving them away. So. You know, but for for Wrexham, that's a. I, I think that this is probably going to coincide with the premiere of of season two of Welcome to Wrexham. Um, just the timing of the the soccer season, I would suspect that's when, around when the second season will premiere. Um, there's a lot of mm-hmm. hype and publicity, and 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 playing Man U, even if it is their their U15s or whatever. Uh, there's, you know, going to be. Hey, we're playing Man U. Look at look at little Wrexham playing Man U. It's gonna be the Legends team. It's gonna be Man U Legends. <laughs> and it'll be fine. Maybe, I mean, maybe Andy Cole's gonna get back out there. Yeah. <laughs> Throw that jersey I'm on and get out of I'm gonna get on. It'll it'll be, and this is something that came up in the Discord, um, plugging the Discord again, but um, it's like a scene. It's not a, a place to go and sit and watch a serious soccer match, but it's a place to go and kind of hang out with other soccer people. And which really to, fits into Snapdragon. A place right? to it's you a know, very scene place. Yeah, hey, yeah, it's cool. a, it's a place that I'm going to wear my loyal gear and um, hang out at. I'm not going to go to. I bought the worst seat I could find um, for I've the lowest price. I got a Tottenham kit you can borrow if you want. Oh no, I'm no, I would no, I'm not, I would never. <laughs> oh come on. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I mean it's again, everything in life is money and it's a it's a money cash grab. It probably does help um, you know, thinking about you you're talking about the reality TV show, um, for them to have it out here, they can pop up to LA and do some stuff there with Robin. And I mean, Mac. they can come down here. I'm sure they they'll can both pop be down there. here for, for the game. You know, it's, it's a nice, easy thing to do. Not that they don't have a private jet that can get them to Wrexham in seven hours anyway. But yeah, you know, <clears throat> but there's so, some there's some there's some cross promotion. Maybe get them into some commercials or some L.A. stuff, get them in a movie or something like that. You know, so so it's a good it's a good spot for them. But it's just straight up cash grab and it's entertainment. Right. We're back to WWE. This is sports entertainment, essentially, at this point. Right. We're at. Everybody's hanging out, drinking some beers with their friends. You know, like, yeah, it's what it is. We'll go. It'll be fun. So I got to ask you guys, um, like, so like, Red, like, Andrew keep referring to Rexham as the reality TV team or whatever. But they yeah, are. No, they are. They are. You're absolutely correct. But I just. The team was dying. No, no, well, it was. It was dying. And like, I'm a, I'm a huge, like, you know. I'm a huge empath and sympathetic person and I'm always rooting for the underdog, you know? And when I started watching that series, man, I was so rooting for those guys to get promoted, to win and all that, you know? And, you know, it's not so much that I, I've never even heard of Wrexham before watching the show, but to me, the connection, you know, I, I felt, you know, kind of similar, slight similarities of how like our supporters group supports it. I mean, is there any kind of connection like that for you guys? Like, you know, because oh, cool. yeah. cool. there's people in their, their pubs, you know, they got their, their cheers pub or whatever they want to call oh my gosh, it. They have yeah. a bar ne- like in the stadium. Isn't that like everybody's like fantasy too? Like, man, if I had a billion dollars, you know what I mean? Awesome to go yeah, and buy. They're living out, they're living out a FIFA <laughs> Or a, a national manager. league team on the cheap and yeah. just bring them up through the ranks and, yeah. and get to be a powerhouse. It's fantastic. And I do like, I do like Rex. I do like the show. I am. Mm-hmm. I will be watching season two when it comes out. <laughs> I hope to get promoted. I hope they win something, man. It's like, it's cool. I think that, that aspect of that story, I'm totally on board with, you know, yeah. this whole yeah. like yeah. marketing and all that. It's eh, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I watch as a soccer supporter, soccer, like it's in my heart and I, yeah. I hope well, I'm out, you know, what, what would I call them. <laughs> I mean, I'm being kind of like, I guess, uh, no, no, cheeky, I know cheeky I'm calling them a reality yeah. TV team. Totally. totally. But, I, I I enjoy the, the show and I enjoy the team and and were this a competitive match um, that meant something 
I would be excited for the soccer on the field, and I would root for Wrexham, uh, right, so regardless it, of their opponent, uh, unless it'll be it was cool loyal. To see Paul Mullen out there, though, right? Dude, that's a missed opportunity. We know they yeah. really should be coming out here to play loyal. Um, and I don't right. know if, if cool. I don't know if Rob and and uh, what's his name, the other one, um, Daredevil, Ryan. Deadpool, Brian. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if, if they got the memo about loyal, but wouldn't this be? Uh, Maybe just a little bit sweeter up. if it was uh, Wrexham coming to play loyal in Snapdragon. I'm just I think that picture that John showed us. Landon was slipping him a note, wasn't he? Like, well, I mean, he <laughs> gave him jerseys. I, I just don't know. Yeah. You know, I think we're we're missing a huge opportunity by bringing this English team uh, that I don't even think is going to make. Uh, I mean, are they even going to make Europa League this year? Are they? It would be great for San Diego soccer to just kick the crap out of them, right? <laughs> we go out and <laughs> go out and beat them for them. I mean. And again, I've only ever watched one Wrexham match, and I think it was the last um, FA Cup that they were in and got bounced out of. I watched the first one that ended up in a draw. And I said after it, there's no way that I'm going to let you sit through this game, Wrexham watchers and Euro snobs, and then tell me that San Diego Loyal isn't good enough because my <laughs> For God, fans of lower division League. soccer, right? Like, oh my God. Like. <laughs> Man, good like God, the God love, the they, love they that that town has for that team, and, and the the connection that they have, you know, that's what we want to have here, right? Like that's yeah, the whole yeah. thing with sport exactly. We want to have that, and yeah, we're not a hundred years old or whatever, but you don't get to a hundred years old without being one years old or, or four yeah. years old, right? You don't yeah. get there without being here first, and you know, you look at a stadium with a bar that has this history and this town with generational support. It's, it's aspirational. And the fact that they play in that national league, which is like fifth division, right. It's just, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's very uh, heartening to see that stadium, the size of the stadium and the number of people who come out to support and knowing that, you know, we don't even have a fifth division in the U.S. Um, I think, well, maybe we do. I think that's where Detroit came from. But it's like Nisa or something. Or, or yeah. something. Well, Nisa's third division. No, they have like yeah, Nisa's third. Is it third? There's okay. Nisa or there's USL League it's, One and League USL Two. USL right? One and Nisa are on the same level. There's two third divisions, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it's three, and then two. Uh, two, I believe, is uh, is. Un- unprofessional what do you want to say that amateur uh, dylan dylan uh the person who n- knows uh what he's talking about is telling me that usl championship is uh, unquestionably a higher level than national yeah. league so maybe I loyal 45 minutes of rexham versus another versus rexham, league, and i can tell fair. you it is certainly a higher level of soccer well, well, my lord maybe that wouldn't be it looked fair. like it looked like me at sportsplex like <laughs> God bless Paul Mullen. But again, you edit it up and you make it look nice. My my problem with the Wrexham, whatever you want to call it, documentary or show, or whatever, is it is so much about Ryan and Rob. And like I like them, but well, what is this guy a movie star or something? And and you know Rob is from Philly and you know have that connection. And I've been an always sunny fan since forever. But like I watch that and I'm like, okay, when are we going to show any of the soccer? You know, and it's just kind of like. And then twelve weeks later, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, and then at the, the game, it's still the of, cameras are on. Uh, yeah, Ryan the cameras are on, like how they're. The time. Yeah, it's still the so, goal yeah. being scored, yeah. and, like not the goal being scored, but him cheering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, it's a lot, a lot of, and that's what, to me when I'm like, this is about them. That's what the show is. The show is them. Like they knew it, right? As they're buying it, they're already documenting documenting it. Yeah. Right. If we are to believe that these you are the real calls and stuff, like they called me beforehand, and we're like, hey, we're gonna try this thing. Come video us, like okay, boys. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta hand it to those guys, though, man. I mean, you talk about like marketing and selling like themselves really for because <clears throat> they're, they're bringing in all this money for the club, man. And it's yeah, like yeah, TikTok is the shirt sponsor. On, like, like, come on. like the care, the the Undertaker was about to like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? They came along, and it just yeah, that's one thing I I, I definitely looked this, uh, you know, watching that. I'm like, man, these guys really did a great job in saving this club, and yeah. You know, the rest is I'm sure I'm sure it's out there how they decided on Wrexham, but it was pretty clear yeah. that they were looking for like way, 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 way down, right? Like scraping the barrel and like is their team again, literally we can save. They're not jumping into the championship and trying to get to the Premier League. They're not jumping into League One trying to get the championship. They're like going all the way to the bottom 
Did, did well, you that's mean, probably what they could afford. I mean, I know movie stars yeah, are rich, but right. when you talk about soccer team ownership, sure. um, you they probably couldn't afford a League Two team. Or, yeah, know? oh yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Did you guys hear the Sacramento um, owner? He bought into uh, Huddersfield, I think it was in Championship. Or yeah, I, I saw that. Did you see that? Was yeah, that, right? that was like yeah, just like today. I think they announced it or yesterday. Oh, okay. No, he, I saw probably, one a couple weeks ago. I, I'm not sure who exactly. Bristol. Somebody brought in Bristol. Is that who it was? I don't know. I mentioned uh, something I about it. Nagel, or I don't know who that. What, if that is, is that who it was? from Sacramento. Yeah, but yeah it, it's I, like a fad now, right? It's like, hey, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to go buy a soccer team. So right? that's what I said. I tweeted about that when I saw this last one, and I think it was. I want to say it was Bristol City, um, but somebody was, you know, some American billionaire was like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to go buy an English team." Like, <laughs> if we had Pro Rel, that money would be here. You know, exactly. you could start a team or you could whatever. Instead, it's $300 million, the $400, $500 million. It's the only way to get into the top league. There's no way. Yeah. Whereas if you take over a middle championship team, maybe you can get into the playoff. If not this year, then next year. You're looking at a one-year return of millions and millions yeah. of dollars as opposed to if you do anything here. That just doesn't happen. It can't yeah, that's a drawback with like – little... Sorry, go ahead, John. Sorry. I was just going to say, Ryan and Rob would have never invested in Wrexham if it wasn't for the potential to get out of the National League. They did not buy them just to win the National League and do a nice story about Wrexham. Wrexham has a history of being in, in the, the top EPL. level and yeah. then came back down. And to go with all the other things Andrew said about you know the generations of fans and being one of the oldest clubs in the world, I mean, there's so many things about how that club is the fabric of the community. But they have the potential to get out of the National League and keep going up. There is a vision that you could get to at some point. And people talk about, you know, with MLS, if we get back to that, it's like, well, the owners, like, they, they've invested so much and they'll never, you know, they can't lose their money. And I, my, my argument kind of to circle back around to that is, then maybe that's the problem. Maybe we have the wrong ownership groups in major league soccer or in soccer in general if that's if everything has to serve their pockets Man, it'd be, i'd love to have a redo on the whole uh first division soccer in the u.s i mean gosh it, you know as mls grows and becomes more powerful like the odds of getting pro rel are just dwindle i mean it's it's basically you kind of have to just accept that it's never going to happen and I think the just... closest thing is they'll make some sort of like USL championship if they get big enough because they're going to they're gonna keep pushing these teams, right? And eventually maybe they'll be up to 40 and then they can be at 40 and split it halfway and be like, okay, you guys get the Apple exclusives and you're on TV. You know, you have to be in the top half of the league to have a Fox game and you don't get this, you don't get that. And you could they could have some sort of fake pro rel that way is kind of the way that maybe I see it where you're still revenue sharing. So you're not kicking people out, but like or, you are. Or we can just bring promotion to... relegation. <laughs> right. start promoting right. relegation. What, I mean, gosh, what if, what yeah. if the San Jose earthquakes got relegated to USL? Gosh, that would be so fun. <laughs> but yeah, they just do it within it's such a fun league then. And the, the best teams play the best team, you know, have your own pro, pro rel for, for <laughs> MLS of the top 20 teams play each other. And at the end of the year, the bottom three go down and have to play the earthquakes. <laughs> and, and, you know, um, but it, it's frustrating. And, and I'm frustrated for the light that it shines not on itself, but on the rest of American sports that are the same thing. Tanking, tanking, tanking. You decide before the year you're going to tank, right? I mean, I'm wearing a Sixers yeah, shirt, right? so you don't have to talk to me about tanking. <laughs> um, but again, it's like, why? Why not? Like, if you're going to be in the middle of the pack, why not go to the bottom to try to get to the top? And that's so messed up. Um, and, and that it's frustrating. And you look at there's no reason for the Oakland A's, the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Quakes, the Oklahoma City Thunder. There's no reason for them to try to win. What, what, and why are we playing sports if you're not trying to win? Like, because the league is more you know? important than the club. Yeah. And that's how it is everywhere around, and there's nothing that Hold on a second. Hold on. I got to take issue with something Jason just said because tanking in the NBA is not the same. as because my beloved San Antonio Spurs are hot on the hunt for a guy I'm named tanking. Victor <laughs> Wembenyama. <laughs> right. Okay. He's a, a French player, freakishly tall, 
And by that, you mean they're throwing off the league by losing games. They're in a tight race for the to the bottom. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I want to tell you, yeah. getting Victor Robignon is going to get the franchise back where it belongs, which is of course the top. You're talking. You're talking to someone who's the biggest fan of Joel Embiid in the world, the best player in the world. So, yeah, there, there's there's no reason to 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 argue with me that tanking. everybody in the NBA so, yeah. is one of the best players in the world. Yeah, I'll agree you, with that. you tank I'll agree with you, you tank so many times to try and you know get your lottery tickets, and sometimes you get a Ben Simmons, and sometimes you get a Joel Embiid, and you hope you get a Joel <laughs> Embiid. <laughs> um, but yeah, but same thing with soccer in MLS, right? It's built off of that, um, and. There's no reason for the Quakes or anybody to do anything. And and for Galaxy, there's no reason for them to build up their farm team when they can just pay somebody else to come in. Maybe Galaxy's a bad example, but that's what you know LAFC's been doing, right? There's, oh, we'll just play Bell to come in. I mean, they had like five five designated players last year, and somehow they were not counting two of them as designated players because they – I don't know if it was a discovery rights thing or what, but yeah, somehow they had like five – players making over what they're allowed to be making but just nobody said anything about it and there you go that's how you that's how you do it bring in ibrahimovic bring in bail bring in you know these I guys will, and I, I hate to give credit to mls and i don't know everything about how their finances work um i'm not actually an mls super fan but i will say credit to mls right now they're doing far better than U.S. soccer at bringing up and developing youth talent in the U.S. They're doing more, uh, and especially since the dissolution of the Development Academy, uh, where MLS Next has stepped in. Not MLS Next Pro. That's a different thing. I'm talking MLS Next, the, the youth league, um, and the MLS Academy system. Yeah. You know, all of the, like, top talent uh, in the U.S., you know, you get scouted, you go off to these academies. It is a, a real pathway for these players. And that is something that didn't exist previously. And it's not something that U.S. soccer was really good at doing either. So they have stepped in there on, on that side of things. That's why when we talk about these, these bringing in these Euro retirement players and, and, and turning the league into a, 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 so a circus, it's, yep. it's like, Gosh, I mean, but because we're soccer fans, you know, we don't look at it like what's going to get the non-soccer fan in the stadium. But like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care about the non-soccer fan. Yeah. The non-soccer fan can can kick rocks. I'm not invested in like, I'm not an ambassador for the sport. I, I don't care about growing the game in the U.S. I'm not invested in in seeing MLS revenues increase by three or four percent right. year over year. What does that do for me? Nothing, right? Exactly. I'm here to but, see my team win a damn championship. And so, as a soccer fan, it's like, gosh, I really would love to see, you know, the Duran Furies and the CJ Fodries on the field. Uh, yeah. Shout out to CJ, who I think got a, an assist. Uh, and yeah. He's playing MLS uh, two. A couple. He was tearing up playing, the, that right wing. Uh, he's uh, playing uh, for uh, Austin. Austin two. Austin two. Uh, not Austin Bold. The, their team name right. is what? What's their team name? The, oh, the, it's just the name of the city and then Boston, FC at the end of it. FC, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, that's right. right. Uh, I, that's, I, I, I just forget because they're all got the same name. But hey, that's that's a pathway that you know maybe didn't exist. And and one thing that I think to to CJ's credit as an incredibly talented player is uh, the exposure he got playing for San Diego Loyal. I think um, played some part in. In, in all of this, I don't know if it was a key element, but it it, it didn't hurt. It didn't. And hurt. That's what America is supposed to be, right? The land of opportunity, right? <laughs> right. Theoretically, that you hear that all the time, and this is the land of opportunity. Of you know, he put his time in, and you don't want to see a CJ Fodre or whoever, whatever local kid it is with LAFC, um, to come in squash him out. I'd rather see Danny Trejo up there than Gareth Bale. Right, just as a as an LAFC fan, maybe maybe they they want the talent or the money or whatever. But for me, for you know, now being steeped in loyal, that's what I want to see. I want to see our guys come up and like, yeah, I want to see Domus come in as well. That's great. I'm, I'm not 
saying that's terrible, but you know, I want to, I, I take a lot of pride in what we've built. Right. Um, and so, and sometimes what you've built is better than what you can buy. Um, it just, it just feels better. Um, I didn't see Naku in the, um, in the comments asking the, the at least 300, if not $500 million question of, uh, of will you support MLS, SDLS when it, if, when a team comes, and I think the easy the easy answer for that is obviously it depends on what happens with loyal. Um, and then my next thing would be the same way that I support the union and don't support MLS, I will support the San Diego Soccer Club and not the company that so, owns them. Uh, that's a it's a that's a question that's come up a lot uh, between my circle of friends of like, hey, were you going to support MLS or not? Like, what's going on? Some have said they'd walk away. Some not you know um what's i mean so for those folks that would not want to stay because i mean I'm, I'm in the camp of like you know what, i'm gonna support the team that's with san diego and i hope san diego gets you know loyal gets absorbed by this mls team so what like <clears throat> is it what's the driving factor um behind the camp of people that would not want to support an mls team is it that everything that you know that we've built you know as a loyal supporter group and everything else that's come along with it is that they it wouldn't go along with them or you know what you know what i mean like what what do, what do you guys what are you guys' thoughts on that how do you guys feel I, I think for me it would be someone coming in killing my family and then moving into my house and being like we're great right isn't this better like <laughs> no i like my family why'd you kill my family <laughs> like yeah. that, that, that's it to me and like i don't care if you're a supermodel i prefer my wife and my children my, my, I hope that whatever billionaire, I think it's the Egyptian billionaire right now. That's what you know that they're, he's on the, the on deck to to come mm-hmm. in and do that. I hope you know, and I know this has been the topic of a conversation for a lot of people, and I hope they come in when they they do absorb loyal and everything that um, they have built and the supporters have built and everything else. I mean, it would be like almost like a the Spanos of soccer if they if they didn't, you know. And yep. and I hope I hope they do and. You know, my heart is always with the city and, and the team that we have, and I, I hope we, I hope they do, man. It's it's uh, it's like the last final. It's almost like the the the, the reckoning, right, of soccer in San Diego. Of what what is MLS going to do if they come to San Diego? And I hope, I hope they take us all in. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 a tough proposition for a lot of people, I think, because, um. With, with loyal, uh, I think we kind of all, uh, you know, I, I had some exposure to USL, uh, previously before it got announced in San Diego. And, uh, so when we were getting a USL team, I was like, well, that's actually pretty cool. That's a pretty fun league. It's a pretty cool league. It's legit. There's, there's some history there. There's some, you know, it, it wasn't like, I didn't feel disappointed that we had USL instead of MLS. And I, what I've found as a soccer fan that the fan experience at USL is just unlike what I think you're ever going to get with MLS. Um, you can hang out with the players. You can talk to the players. A lot of people have like players, phone numbers in their phones. Like you can, you can talk to these people. They're, they're real people. Um, you know, they'll come and have tacos with you at, at the, at the tailgate. Like it, it's such a cool and it's a fun competitive league. Like this is not shit tier soccer. We're watching, like we're watching some great players and you have these great stories like Alejandro Guido, who, who has all this talent and he's on the U S team and he's, you know, playing with LAFCs with, with, with Tijuana and he has a devastating injury and he's sidelined for like a year. He comes back and on the game, he comes back, he, he hurts his other knee and he's out again. And it's just a devastating thing. But then here he is, you know, reemerging on his hometown team and he's playing well in this league with, uh, with a bunch of players and stories similar to his, uh, a league that gives opportunities to, to kids like CJ and and who who gives second chances uh, like it or not to somebody like Andrew Carlton, right? <laughs> but it's where this stuff happens. Like it's where you can you can you can get back to where you're supposed to, where you think you're supposed to be. It's a place where you can keep 
keep playing whenever you're maybe you're aged out of MLS a little bit, but you you still have you still got that dog in you, you still got some game, and it just makes for such compelling soccer. And these are players that you can know and that you can identify with, and that who who might live like I ran in. You can run into them at freaking Vons, and it's just you are not going to get that with uh, San Diego United FC of the MLS, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, you know, you're not, it's yeah. never going to be that. And there are people and, and that stadium Snapdragon, it will freaking sell the fuck out every game. When, if there's a San Diego MLS team, it will sell out every single game. And, and most of those people will have never gone to see San Diego loyal and, and it will not be me in that stadium if it is not San Diego Loyal uh, on MLS. I'm, I'm done. I'm out. I will keep supporting Loyal. I'm going to stay with the supporters groups. And uh, I'm going to keep playing my drum at the games. And um, if we get MLS and Loyal survives in parallel with MLS, I'm going to be in Torero with with everybody else who, who stays with this team and who really is – uh, yeah, I was gonna say, I was say to I have in my hand, John. <laughs> it's like, cheers to you, Andrew. Seriously, dude. It, it makes me so yeah. mad imagining yeah, MLS coming speaking, in, like, just because I'm elbowing out loyal. It really, it really yeah, does, uh, yeah. it really is aggravating to think that they could do that. And because they have the money and the, the sponsorships and the commercialism and the stadium and the, the links to the to an Egyptian billionaire who doesn't know fuck all about san diego or soccer in san i diego. hope he listens to this podcast man he, i'm sure he is i'm sure he is so. we have such a wide reach you know y'all gotta y'all gotta get the hook on me and pull me <laughs> off the stage when this, like, like this guy up. needs to hear like these types of of, of of comments and voices you know because how else is he gonna know he just oh i'm gonna walk in and do like it's like no dude you gotta look at the boots on the ground and see what's happening and you like hit it right on the head bam mm-hmm. there you go cheers yeah to, to, uh, uh, absolutely couldn't couldn't say better and and that's how i feel too if they you know things work out and whatever that looks like i'm not saying it has to be loyal and tory green fc or you know Lo- tory green and loyal uh fc moving up to um mls like it was when fc cincinnati did it or anything like that but if there's an understand a true understanding of like hey we are going to elevate what you started whatever that looks like and i think um it's probably a little bit like pornography like you'll know it when you see it um but th- <laughs> there's like we'll we'll know we'll all know and you you'll know by yeah. people like Andrew Dyer who are going to be the litmus test of, of what that of what you imagine some like. team coming in here like uh, city name FC and they just throw a palm tree yeah uh, or a surfboard in the logo and say hey yeah like well, your wave team. was already taken that's the only other <laughs> thing we can think of the, the news conference is going to go like this is going to be like. I couldn't decide if I wanted to accept loyal. Then I saw the podcast with Andrew Dyer. Okay. <laughs> Andrew Dyer, you have an Egyptian billionaire crying. Bringing at, uh, in loyal. What time is it? Seven in the morning over there. He's probably waking up and jabbing the tears with his thousand dollar bill. He's like, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. I know this is who I mean. <laughs> so, I know MLS. I feel like we can talk about that every every yeah, USL really is the sweet spot, though. Like you're talking about, it is so. Um, it is so fun. Not, and for a no, soccer no fan, if you other lower leagues, but it's not low. Like this is real soccer, yeah. right? Yeah. And and it's these guys, crazy. you know, take their time an extra hour after the game. Trust me, trying to get out of the game while these guys are signing autographs. And you're like, excuse me, they won't open the, they won't let us out until <laughs> you're kind of in the way. The, like I, I appreciate like, it, but you're in the way, like, dinner, honey. You go, yeah. <laughs> Even for the supporter group right now, there's a, a couple hundred people in the supporter group. Yeah. You know, we have, you know, organizational challenges. There's a little little bit of infighting and squabbling that kind of goes around with any group. Imagine if there were 7,000 people in the <laughs> supporter group. Like, what's yeah. that going to be like? Yeah. Like, I feel like I know everybody in this SG. I feel like we all know each other, that we are all see each other all the time i i recognize people i i i I might not know everybody's name but like like if you are at the parking lot if you're in 109 and i see your face somewhere else but yeah i know i'm gonna recognize you hey 
like second. I'm gonna like recognize Sal, you. Who I've never well, met. It's like, oh yeah. Once <laughs> you're like once we're like seven thousand strong, it, you you kind of lose some of that. Um I, I don't know. I I I, I just I, I enjoy what we have right now so much that anything disrupting or, or changing, you know, it's really <laughs> threatening to me because I, I feel yeah. like we're in such a good place. Um I, I yeah, think it'll know, be okay. If it becomes good, it'll be like there will be more people who you don't know. Um, but I think you know, as long as we continue to see the same faces, um, and even you know, starting last year with the role I was in, and then this year, um, just kind of getting expanding my group of the people whom I know, right? Like most of locals know the people in leadership because we would see Steve and Jerry and Drew got us through the pandemic on on their podcast so like everyone knows them when they see them and so like kind of expanding that like oh that's who this person is i know who jerry abara is i know who you know i know who um alicia and chris are like you know there's just people who you see in the comments and you you kind of learn a little bit more and we're open to more people coming in i was again i'm late to this if if you're late to this um you know you're looking at you know local number 73 there and john cross who was there absolutely day like documenting from before day one uh andrew as well like i was late to this i came you know i i showed up on march 7th trying to decide where, what i was gonna do and then kind of took that year off and was like yeah i'll join the locals once we can get back out so you know i came in a second year and now here i am responsible for things <laughs> which is ridiculous right um so there's somebody else out there today and that we would encourage please come out Please help us set up. Please, if you're like, oh, you know what? Hey, I can help with graphics. Hey, I can help with this. We're, we could use a, a video editor. You know, we can, like, come on, guys. It's, Even I'm if no, you like I'm MLS, nobody. We'll I don't, I'm nobody. I know nothing about soccer. I'm not, I was not involved in San Diego soccer before this. I was, I'm not in communications. Like, people, just get out here, man. <laughs> come on. Like, the water's great. Come hang out. Come have fun. Uh, and well, just do it. To tag on that a little bit, I mean, we do have Sal with us tonight, and Sal is, you know, while he's been around as local number 73 from the beginning, uh, but starting to help out now with more things and doing our interview show. And I'd like to kind of turn it over to Sal for a few minutes here, because Sal took a trip to Lincoln City, which some of you saw um, yes. some of the stuff that was posted in Discord. And when you watch Nebraska? Sal's interview tomorrow uh, you'll find out a little bit more but i think sal has some things he wanted to share with us before we before I, I we wrap up the show tonight so i want to i want to give the floor to sal for a little bit yeah thank you thank you john and i'm not gonna go, not gonna go into a lot of the details about the the trip itself uh because it's in that other uh show that we did i'm sorry john, or andrew did you uh are you talking about lincoln nebraska home of the corn huskers <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> Hundred um, percent. So when I was over there, um, I was treated to some some swag, and um, I, I brought I brought it back specifically for the supporters group. Okay, it's not for any one specific person. So I don't know where the back cave if is for uh, for the locals, but um, when it's down there, I want you guys to put this up here. It's a little um, oh, nice on the package. It's all brand new, hasn't been regifted or anything, and it's just kind of like the you know the the street sign for the for the um, the stadium. So can you can you part. tell us what the connection with Lincoln City is with for people who might not know? Sure. Yeah. So um, last year, I think it was November. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> November timeframe when uh, Loyal had announced a partnership uh, with uh, Lincoln City uh, Football Club in, in, in Lincoln. Um, it's about Nebraska. three hours. No, Lincoln. Uh, <laughs> England. Are you joking? Are you serious? Are you joking? Or are you, being, you are joking. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to elicit elicit the description from you so that because not everybody knows. Not everybody knows Lincoln, about Lincoln English is, football. Yeah, no. So Lincoln City um, is three hours north of. Um, of uh, London, where I was at when I took the trip up there, and uh, to kind of give an idea of like what, like what, where, like where the hell is Lincoln or what is it? I didn't realize this, but there, but there's a castle there that has one of the exemplifications of the Magna Carta. So um, that's kind of its like highlight deal. They have the cathedral and the castle, and I actually did a quick tour up there. So uh, it's three hours north. Lincoln City plays with a bleak League One, if I'm not mistaken. I hope I'm not screwing that up. Um, and uh, that's 
basically who, who they're who they are i mean in a nutshell i was only there for like the day right and so i um san diego loyal last year had announced a partnership with the club and i had already uh booked and planned a trip to uh london for uh tottenham to go watch tottenham play i'm a tottenham supporter and uh, okay. it's okay. It's okay. We all make mistakes. Right. I know. I know. I mean, oh. Jason's team is is probably somebody much worse. So don't even worry so, about. Yeah, it's fine. And so, um, and so the the you know the partnership was announced after I planned my trip, and so I contacted the club, and I screwed up the guy's name uh, in the last show, but I won't screw up this time. It's Rob Noble. I think it's Rob Noble. Hoping I'm getting it right. And Lou Wade was a ticket lady, and they hooked they hooked me up. They you know, and I went up there, and they um. You know, I basically went there and did did a quick tour. And like I said, I'm not going to go into too many details, but that's basically how the the connection was. And I think the the club is also owned, from what I understand, by Amer Americans. There's like three American executives uh, that are connected um, with the club. Um, they were actually there when I was there, um, and that's the gist of it. And you'll have to tune into the other episode to kind of listen Just to a all teaser. the teaser. Just a little yeah. a, a little Tuesday yeah. night tweet teaser. I brought, but anyway, I went to the shop, the, 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 uh, the club shop and I bought this guy here. So I want okay. whoever, I don't know who I give this to, but you guys, if you guys can put this up in the, the back yeah. cave uh, the, of loyal. And then I also brought, of course, and this is like the universal kind of, uh, thing, uh, that you have to bring back. Gotta have yeah. it. Gotta have oh, it. Nice. I can't, I don't know if it's getting in the camera all that well, but it's, that's the imp. That's their kind of like their, uh, is that the, the creature from where the wild things are? I, you know, you know what? I, I started watching Game of Thrones again, and I think this is where that guy came from. That guy came, from the, yeah. He, uh, yeah. So I, when, when they when they announced it, I, I uh, decided that I would take Lincoln so. City to the Premier Club, Premier League in in FIFA. So I have okay. I've, cool. uh, I've seen that guy quite a bit, and uh, they're always asking us how the. Imps it doesn't count if you do it on rookie mode, Jason. So, come on, man. I oh, have man. enough difficulties <laughs> in my life. Let me have this. I'll bring this to the next. Uh, I don't know if it'll be the the next, you know, uh, watch party or the or the yeah. game or whatever. But I'll give this to somebody so you guys can just put that up there so that they know sure. that we're behind them, you know. And um, I hope uh, with this this uh, kicking in with the locals, we can, uh, you know, I met the didn't meet the media team over there. We can tune them in and and kind of get something going. I don't know. There's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, we, John and I kind of talked about. So I love that and I appreciate you doing that. I appreciate you doing my job for me there. Um, again, if anyone else wants to help out, oh. I have a big family and do not always need to be doing all this. I will hook you up with the. I'll connect you guys. I, I swear to God, because I, yeah. I they actually took me into the media room before the game started. They're like, "Hey, everyone, this is Sal." They all were all working on the computers. Like, "Hey, Sal, nice to meet you. If you need anything, we love it. We love it." Yeah, I, I, I have been in contact with their. I forget the exact name of it because I've been having a delicious drink. Um, but um, there's a um, there's a podcast that that their that their fans have that I've been in, in contact with. Um, and by contact, I mean we started following each other on Twitter, and kind of said, "Hey, we should do something." <laughs> so, um, yeah, we we love that, and uh, look out for that with kicking it with the locals with with Sal. Yeah, absolutely, that'll be fun. And Dylan just posted that up. Dylan, where I would love to to tune in with them also. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. So, follow them. I, we are we will have, we're in the lounge. We can talk about it. Um, a Swedish podcast contacted us because we now have two former Swedish players on our team. Um, they just kind of want to kind of see what's up with us and where Damas and Joe Corona went. So um, I'll, be, I'll be getting you in contact with them too. And um, yeah. Well, that's really cool. I'd be interested to hear their thoughts about uh, what, what they, their performances last year. I, I don't think that club did very well. So right. I'd be interested to hear like their thoughts about these players that came through, what they thought of them and, and what they, um, because I think players find success in one league, don't always find it in the next league. I don't know whether these, I don't know whether either of them had a good year last year, but um, I would be interested to hear about it. Um, that That's super cool. Yeah. And I'm interested. Um, yeah. I, I'm interested with um, Lincoln city. If there's going to be like exactly what that um, relationship looks like. I don't know if we know that or that's something, again, we could have someone on to talk about. Um, if it's training, if it's just we're going to be selling Lincoln City stuff in our shop and they'll sell loyal jerseys in their shop, what it looks like exactly. But, you know, we're here to make friends, right? 
Yeah, it was weird when I was over there, you know, not, again, not to go into too many, too many details, but when I was over there, I kind of asked the same question. I'm like, Hey, so what's going on? They're like, you're like the first or second guy that's come out here. Like we don't, we're kind of still shaking <laughs> that stuff. So, you know, and that, which is cool, you know, it's like that, that's, um, that's awesome that they're interested in all that. Cause I, I think um, having this cross, you know, across the pond a relationship, I don't know, can turn this into something into bigger. I, I don't know. You know, it just, it, it's, it's cool though to have a pen pal <laughs> you can write to and, and actually do that, you know, hopefully do a podcast with and, and, and share ideas and, and, and stories. And that's a cool thing about, about something like that. Definitely. Yeah, and I would think I want to say that Kyle Vassell came from League One. He did, yeah. Um, he did. So there's maybe a little bit there of like we call up our friends at Lincoln, or you know, or Ricardo calls up his <laughs> friends over at Lincoln City and says, "Hey, we're looking into so and so. What do you think?" You know, Ben. Ha- I think Ben House is like their their talisman at the at the moment, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, I that's the name that's out to me. Ben Ben and Ricardo. Yeah, yeah, so you get a, get a little, you know, you get a little bit of, and, and you know, the British connection has worked for us, right? You look at Charlie, you look at Jack Metcalf, you look at uh, Kyle, obviously. So yeah, we, that would we be have to have somebody on the inside say, "Hey, maybe you guys aren't looking at this guy, but we're looking at this guy." You that played him so twice cool. this year. What do you think? So, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, be awesome. And for us, again, making friends everywhere we go. So well, <clears> most <throat> places we go. My guess is Andrew's not leaving with any friends this weekend, but you never know, right? Uh, in, in Phoenix? In Phoenix. I'm <laughs> leaving with the friends I go there with. The bandidos. The bandidos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, should have good, we should have good support there. I'm bummed I'm missing it. Um, yeah, you guys represent. I, I'm not going to be able to go. My, my son's actually in Phoenix. He's coming into San Diego. That's right. He's going week. the wrong way. That's Imperfect right. timing. He's going the correct way. Oh right, right. <laughs> it's early. He knows it's not summer yet, right? Is it already yeah. summer? Yet? Jeez. Uh, <laughs> right. Summer starts at spring break. <laughs> uh, John, is there anything else we need to touch on in the lounge that we have failed to discuss? I know there was a few topics we wanted to get to. Um, I don't think there is anything that's pressing. I I have something that I'll mention quickly just to let people think about. Um, Dylan Sal and I spoke about this the other night when we were doing Sal's interview for Kicking It With The Locals. And it's this idea of doing our own internal kind of a, a pick em each week with USL teams, you know, just pick the games, but with a little twist. And it's something that uh, Dylan experienced in a different league where they do pro rel and they you're in grouped of about six in each tier and you just play against those teams that week. If you win, you move up. If you lose, you go down and the others stay. Um, but this idea of saying maybe if we could do something in-house and maybe with some forms and spreadsheets and how to put it together, obviously we need someone to pull it together, but I'm throwing that out there as an idea for people to think about of how maybe we could pull something off like that and just maybe not do it for any kind of money, but do some kind of stupid trophy at the end or something. Whoever wins has to be bum for a week. Oh, <laughs> in the summer, in the summer. <laughs> yeah. You have to fetch yeah. the bum. You have to fetch yeah. the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I did it. I did it a couple weeks ago when it was 52 degrees and still lost about 12 pounds of water weight. So yeah, don't worry. I gained it back. But, <laughs> uh, just throwing that out there for people to think about. How about is how about how about score prediction for this weekend? You guys, you guys want to do that for this? Trista zero, man. I don't, I don't, I don't feel good about this. Trista zero once again. Trista Run it back. Run it back. Yeah. All right. That sounds about I, right. I have, I have a hard time. I, I generally am a homer, and so sometimes I overcorrect, trying not to be. But I don't feel good about this weekend. We'll see. Uh, yeah. I don't Come know. on, man. Come on. Okay. Listen. Okay. I mean. Time- I, I gotta. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop this car and pull over. I don't feel good. Bit. I don't feel good scold, about it. Scold the kid in the back seat because look, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Jason, we are fan media, uh-huh. okay? Right. Uh, now the difference between right. like media, like news media, and fan media is news media. You have to be realistic and be like, oh, you know, oh, you know, their <laughs> metrics are plus and minus, blah blah blah, blah. and um, right. you know, I, you know, we, you know, matchups is is. See, in fan media, you just take your team to win every time. 
by three. We're good. They're bad. We're going to win. They're going to mm-hmm. lose. Uh, they're never going to score on us. We're going to score. We're going to break records. You know, you know where I learned that, Angie? He's yeah, being a Tottenham like supporter, dude. I learned that from <laughs> just, a Tottenham supporter. Just go for it. <laughs> yeah. You win every game, damn it. I don't care what you say. <laughs> right. <laughs> but here, here, here in fan media world. I hope for you, I hope for you, and I don't hope for you that it's 3-0. Maybe I do because that would suit you better. Last year when we won 3-2 with the final goal, like, so we were blowing them out in the first half and somehow only scored two goals, which, you know, we kind of did that a little bit a lot last year um but so we were up two nil and i yeah you know again this is people who come out and do these things talk to landon donovan after the game when i saw him at the hotel oh no big deal right but that <laughs> back in the you, hotel me and landon were kicking it by the pool yes and- if you go on these trips there's a chance that you will talk soccer with landon donovan for 15 minutes as like equals so anyway and afterwards i said like dude could have been three nil in the first half, and he goes, "Could have been four nil." And I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah." Like, you know, he was like, you know, he knew it. "Like we were hammering that first half." And I think we had a couple scuffs and a couple uh, like stuff, but we just dominated them. And then they came back with, "If you remember that game in Phoenix last year?" I mean, they hit lasers. They hit bombs, um, two of them that were just absolutely ridiculous. Um, and it's two two. The completely changed the energy in the stadium. Completely switched the momentum. And then that Guido goal, man, this will, like there's there's memories that I will have for a long time when it comes to sports, and that's in, in the top tier of that face he made at the end. Like you could feel the face. We were on the other side of the stadium. You could <laughs> feel it. You could feel like how viscerally he wanted that, and like how he knew that he drove a dagger right through their heart. So I hope that they win three two in the 85th minute for you. Um, because that's what I had, and it was it was delightful. The three zero will be fun. You just party the whole time and whatever. Um, but a little bit of the coming I'm, I'm back, thinking, and then I want to pull an LA Galaxy on them, Galaxy two on them. Yeah, get five nil. Five nil. That would fine. be. I mean that. I mean the more goals, the better the game for us, yeah. right? Sure. So six nil, seven nil, better, better, better. We're, we're sending the the stairway to heaven there. <laughs> I'm 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 on it. I'm yeah. I'm on there for the ride. They they didn't scare me really the, the first the first game I, I I have recency bias so I didn't love what I saw out of that game I know Sal said it wasn't as bad as it looked um, it felt bad in it though um, so we'll see we'll see but we love to be Phoenix right that's what that's what number nine said so. they've got a lot to prove losing that match on the road they're gonna bounce back mm-hmm. they're gonna get Charlie yeah, back I, I, I think a pissed off. A little bit embarrassed. Evan Conway probably isn't the worst thing for us. Um, he needs he needs to redeem himself. Yeah, I mean, a little, little, little I mean, as, redemption. Could as go aggravating way. as it is for us watching him muff that goal, like imagine what it's like for him. Imagine like <laughs> he, yeah. he's got to yeah. be just ah, torn apart. <laughs> yeah. Like God, yeah. how did I miss that? Absolutely. So hopefully he harnesses that in his like Naruto ball of rage mm-hmm. and. Blast it out. Uh, it's it's hard. There's been a lot of turnover here in the early season that's kind of been a little bit surprising. You know, some injuries and stuff. Sorry. And sad to see uh, what happened to Ebby. But, um, yeah. you know, yeah. it has been a little bit like, what is going on with these lineups? And it's, you know, some of it's been necessity and is what it is. So, you know, hopefully we get Evan and Damas up top and can that can continue. That can be something, you know, for the rest of the season. I think they were kind of warming up Damas, right? He came in uh, off the bench these last couple times. So hopefully uh, hopefully we get some danger up top and score some goals. I mean, last year was fun, even though you know it didn't end the way we wanted it to. But it's fun to lead the league in goals. I'll tell you that much. That was – Did we lose – It's always fun to lead the league yeah. in goals. That's for yeah, sure. Leading, leading the league in goals, if we do that, and then people oh, can, complain, can complain about the defense. But leading the league in goals is fun – Fun for me. Definitely got to keep an eye out for Artiaga, Ar- right? He almost had one on us the last game. Artiaga, Trejo, Gallardo, those. I, I, yeah, I know Tre- Trejo haunts my dreams. That I, dude, I beg them to go get Trejo this offseason. Like, I don't care if he fits. I don't care. If he's just not on just someone else's team. 
and then he went to goddamn Phoenix. I was like, are you like anything, send him to, send him to Indy with Jack Blake and everyone else apparently went to Indy this year. Go there, just oh, fucking Phoenix. Are you kidding me? So luckily nothing the first time and uh hopefully nothing this time. Yes, indeed. Safe trip out there, Andrew. Oh yeah, I'm flying, bro. I ain't trying driving. Okay. So I, I had to go to yeah, Arizona right. this last weekend. Let me just say, something happened to me that just reaffirmed everything that I say about the state of Arizona, but maybe not the <laughs> northern part because I do like the northern. Yeah, part, the northern but, part seems fine. I've never been there. You know, I was so I had to go to Tucson. Uh, my kid had a, a soccer thing, and uh, I'm, I'm I had to drop him off at the field. I had to go back to the hotel to pick up my wife and so i'm going and there's this truck in front of me it's some lifted pos truck right and this oh, they it kicks up a rock and it just smashes right into my windshield oh, no. and i get this oh man this nasty spider crack on my oh. windshield and i'm just sitting there like arizona like so <laughs> mad about like arizona um uh, of course, it was some Arizona lifted truck person on uh, an Arizona street, uh, and yeah, perfect. so perfect. But I will so not you're be ready driving. Too. So you're angry be, and I'm, ready for this. I'm, I'm harnessing the rage. Yeah, I'm enough visiting the state uh, for a, uh, consecutive weekends, but we're going there to get three points and a win, and to um, yeah, make a bunch of noise. And bring the windshield with the windshield and throw it on the pitch. <laughs> you did this. <laughs> All right. Um, well, uh, I want to thank uh, Sal uh, for joining us, uh, Jason, of course, and John, as always. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out on on a Tuesday. Um, and for the people who hung out with us, thank you so much. Appreciate all the comments and the interaction um i know we didn't read every comment but um we we see y'all and we appreciate y'all uh, hanging out with us um yeah. and if you are listening at a later date uh thank you so much for uh listening to the pod uh there's a lot more uh locals and loyal content coming from the bum tv podcast and youtube network so please uh go and subscribe to the youtube channel um it doesn't hurt. It's not going to screw up your YouTube algorithm feed. Just come on, subscribe, support local soccer, support your local supporter group, uh, subscribe to the YouTube feed, uh, get it on your, your podcast feed, and um, jump in the Discord if you're not already there. Uh, thank you all so much for uh, spending time with us, and uh, we will see you next week where we can talk about the three glorious points we earn in Phoenix. Bring them back, baby. Let's go, right. Loyal. All right, bye. Thanks.